everyone, and welcome to tonight's edition of the Draft Countdown Podcast. I'm your co-host, Brian Bosarge, as always, my co-host, Shane P. Hallam. Shane, 22 hours, 59 minutes, 42 seconds away from the 2022 NFL Draft. It's, it's here. Uh, we're, we're here. You know, this is it. It's the last podcast before the draft, man. It feels crazy to have gone through this since August when we relaunched the site, and we finally have made it to draft Eve. So I, I'm... I'm feeling tired, exhilarated, uh, everything in between. Lots, lots to work on. Got to write this mock tonight and write it up. So it's going to be a it's going to be a long night, but a good one. Yeah, we're both kind of. Uh, I'm only doing a one round mock draft, so not as much uh, grind for me. But uh, still, got to try to you know make it make it right. Trying to you know get. Uh, I haven't been the best at this here in the last few years per the Huddle Report scoring system. So trying to. Trying to get back on that upswing, uh, Shane. You're uh, much better at this. We won't tell everybody right now that uh, go to DraftCountdown.com if you haven't downloaded our free draft guide, 190 pages of goodness. Uh, you can download it, print it out, do whatever you want. Get yourself ready for the 2022 NFL Draft that starts tomorrow night. And uh, that, that will get longer by uh, midday tomorrow. So you can go and our, I'm going to add our, our mock drafts in there, uh, our final ones. So they'll be added in. We'll be over, well over 200 pages there for the draft guide. So it, it, uh, it was fun. It was fun putting that together and not something we expected to do, but something that came through. Yeah, it's, it's good stuff, man. Everybody needs to go uh, download that. Uh, Shane, um there's a lot of smoke out there right now, man. It's hard to breathe out here. Hard to breathe. And uh, but I think I feels I feel good that uh, we kind of finally have a wrap on who's the number one pick going to be. Uh, is it the right pick or not? Is is a question that we'll probably get into tomorrow night. But uh, it appears that Trayvon Walker, the edge from Georgia, uh, has taken over that top spot, and that looks like to be the way it's going to go. It seems that way. I, I still don't think it's a hundred percent in the books, but you know, especially because we we haven't gotten that definitive, definitive answer from someone high up. We probably will tomorrow. Uh, it probably is going to be Trayvon Walker swinging for the upside. I think it could be a mistake. Um, you know, Trayvon Walker, he'll have the lowest amount of sacks for any pass rusher taken in the top three since the year 2000 when they started tracking st- sacks for the NCAA. Um, so, I mean, I mean that there's some risk there with Trayvon Walker, but the upside is, is massive for the Jaguars. Uh, the player we both have ranked number one on our boards. Uh, he's linked everywhere, man. I mean, <laughs> I've heard number, I heard number two in the draft today, not really reliable per se, but I heard that. I mean, number three, all the way down to number 10 in Dar- Daniel Jeremiah's uh, mock draft he just did on NFL Network, uh, which, by the way, if that happens, I'm going to be so mad uh, that the – because anyway, I'm not going to get into it here. But, right. uh, <laughs> uh, Kayvon Thibodeau, and we're talking about Trayvon Walker and you're talking about his production. Kayvon Thibodeau had more sacks his true freshman season at Oregon and Trayvon Walker had his entire career at Georgia. I, I, I it's hard to deny. Like he's he's the number one player on both our boards, so it's not like you know we're we're fine. We are happy uh, to to say that he's one of the best, if not the best, pass rusher in this draft. Like I I just I don't know if teams are overthinking it, 
But I think we could see him go three or four. Ultimately, I think Houston or the Jets will pull the trigger. Um, and I think maybe a lot of this was kind of talking him down. I might have him going 10 in my mock just to kind of play the Jets a little bit because they could take a tackle. They could take Dibido, Um, And, you know, I, mean, I think it'd be a steal if he goes that late. But I don't think he's getting out of the top 10. I think ultimately – people are going to like the explosion of the pass rush. I mean, that gets you drafted high, even despite other things, even despite other problems. So I tend to lean to Kayvon Thibodeau's still going to go in the top five. Yeah, I, I, I'm with you as well. Um, cornerback. Uh, we're seeing all kind of stuff here. The number three pick possibly uh, could – I mean, Derek Stingley's odds have gone down significantly to be the number three pick. Like he's, he may be even the betting favorite at this point now to be that third overall pick ahead of sauce Gardner, which was the talk for weeks or maybe not weeks, at least a week. Um, it, you buying Derek Stingley cornerback one and going third overall. I think it could happen. I don't think I'll be shocked, but I, I have a feeling it's just a lot of reaction to people, you know, speculating, and that's how those these odds start to move. Um, I was on a, a betting podcast the other day, and I talked about, you know, these. This is there's no algorithm like there is for NFL games to figure out exactly where that line should be. This is about who's releasing a mock draft, and we're adjusting because people are going to bet it, you know. So um, I, I think Stingley could be uh, could be someone in that piece now. I think he's got to go pretty high. Like, I think he could still go top five, even if Sauce is the pick at three. I think the Giants could pull that trigger at five and make sure that they get him before someone moves up for him. I think Stingley will be coveted because after those two, I mean, corner really falls off. There's there's a big teardrop. So it wouldn't surprise me if both those guys are top five picks. I, I, I'm still waffling over who will have a three in my mock, but I think, uh, I think I'll probably stick with Sauce when all said and done. Um, let's go back up to two in Detroit. Uh, we, we mentioned there's been some talk about Thibodeau and I don't think either one of us is really buying it. Are you buying it? If Trayvon Walker is one, are you buying it as any other, anybody other than Hutchinson? No, I, th- I think it's Hutchinson. Um, except I, Thibodeau probably the only other guy, if, if they did it, I would applaud it. Right. <laughs> he's my, he's our number one player. Like get him in there. But I think the chance to pick Aiden Hutchinson from Michigan, from the state, number two, he, he has that, that tough mentality. I mean, he has the athleticism, like, I don't know. It just feels like an absolute slam dunk uh, if he's sitting there. And I, I think, I, I don't know, you know, a lot more Detroit Lions fans than me. I, I feel like if he's there and they pass, I mean, I think there'd be a lot of disappointment from those fans because, you know, th- this is a, a born and bred local guy who deserves to go that high. Last little rumor tidbit, and we'll move on to uh, making people some money tonight. But uh, Jamison Williams, uh, you buying him uh, possibly as high as maybe even six in a trade up? I think it could happen. Yeah, uh, yeah I'm, I'm down. I had him at 10 for a long time. I'm probably still I'm going to have him in my top 12. I think the speed, if he wouldn't have gotten hurt, if he, if the ACL wouldn't have happened, 
then I think we're definitely talking about a top 10 pick and we're talking Atlanta at eight and, and, you know, we're talking someone moving up, whatever. Um, There are going to be teams that are not going to look his way that early because of that risk and the one year of production. But I think there are teams, you know, receiver is probably going to go quicker than I'll have in my mock draft. Like they're probably going to go fairly quick and then just, you know, not many more. If that's the case, it probably starts with Jamison Williams in the back end of the top 10 worst case 10th overall. Yeah, that's, that's, I'm going to mock him to Philadelphia at 15, but I'm more along the lines of thinking that they're going to move up uh, to do it and just not going to mock a trade because I don't, I don't feel comfortable mocking trades in my final mock draft. But uh, I I think at some point, I think some, some way he ends up uh, in Philly pairing with Devontae Smith and uh, finally giving them uh, what they hope to be finally a solid receiver pairing. They keep trying and failing. All right, Shane, let's make people some money. You ready? Let's do it. I've got 25 bets so far laid out. I'm not going to win them all. I, I know this. Matter of fact, I'm at this point just hoping to win about three and break even. But uh, I don't know how many you have out there, but uh, I'm sure you've, you, I'm sure you've dabbled. Yeah, look, I, I got, I got a little bit early on. Uh, I'll probably take a look, you know, tomorrow. But um, I, I definitely not 25. I'll say that. I went I'm crazy. I went crazy. This is my first year betting on the draft. Shane. Yeah, I, right, I got fair. out of control. I got out of control. All right, so we're going to start with some FanDuel odds here. Um, we're going to look at some some uh, a few of the pick spots. Like I said, we're pretty confident we know who one and two is going to be. So let's stick. Let's go right to number three overall. FanDuel has uh, Derek Stingley Jr. currently plus one seventy five, Sauce plus four fifty, and Ike Maquanu plus five hundred. Shane, where's the where's the good money at there? For for number three. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, I would probably bet sauce. Like, I think the plus 400 is just giving you, you know, giving you such good odds. Like, I would take that shot. We've heard it all week. Um, th- this is probably where you can make money. I, like, why why is Stingley overtaking him when we've heard the opposite? Um, that is rare to happen, I think, this late in the game. So unless we hear something definitive tomorrow, I, I, I'm, you know, I'm going to put five bucks right now on Sauce Gardner, number three. Number four overall, which is currently the New York Jets, Kayvon Thibodeau plus 300, the favorite, Jermaine Johnson plus 350, Ika McQuanu plus 400, and Sauce Gardner plus 450. I wouldn't bet Sauce. Um I, th- I think Ike McQuanu is interesting at that number. I think that's fair. Uh, you know, I wouldn't mind. Basically, you can pick two of those guys and, you know, two two and make mo- your money back. Um, so I would, you know, you could even make three and break even on those top two. Yeah, I, I would probably bet Thibodeau and Equanu. I'd bet both of them and leave Jermaine Johnson out of it. I think one of those two are going to be the pick. We didn't talk about it in the rumors, but uh, any any buying anything about Makai Becton being on the way out? I I I don't think so. I, I mean, I just don't know if you're going to get the value and you're just going to completely give up on him. I, I don't think it's going to be the case. I could see a little bit souring on 
Akai Becton and thus they take Ikwanu. Um, but we might have that answer. But I, I think he's going to be a Jet at the end of the But day. I mean, to me, I mean, Ikwanu's on the right side and Becton on the left side. I mean, that's would be pretty good if there's no riff there. I don't know. Uh, number five, currently held by the New York Giants, FanDuel has Charles Cross, the betting favorite, at plus 175. Uh, Sauce at plus 350. Aquanu plus 400 here. Everybody else was way high. Yeah, I mean, this one's interesting because, they ha- you know, they have pick seven. So I think Cross makes sense. Like, Cross over Neal was surprising to me. I mean, and if the Jets go Thibodeau, then Iguanu falls here. I mean, I'd probably would stay away uh, starting at five to pick specific picks, players to places. Like, now you start getting into dicey territory that uh, you're not going to win more than, than you're betting. What Shane is trying to tell you people is you probably shouldn't have bet money on who was going to go eighth and ninth overall. That's what Shane's Correct. trying to tell you out there. Correct. Don't not, that I, not that I would have. No, never. No, not no, not in those no. 25 bets, Brian. There's no. <laughs> uh, where is Kenny Pickett going to land? Per mm. FanDuel, New Orleans, plus 200. Carolina, plus 250. Pittsburgh, plus 350. Hmm. I'm going to have him go to New Orleans. I think, you know, we, we talked about on the show – which I think this was your stat that you saw from someone else that uh, probably should have given credit for, but uh, that the Mickey Loomis stat that we looked up that he's never drafted anyone that's been in for a visit. I mean, I think New Orleans is in a spot to get a quarterback. If if it is, I think it's Pickett. I probably wouldn't bet it at, at plus two hundred. It's not enough for me for the risk, but uh, that's that would be my guess. And Malik Willis is the other we're going to look at here and try to gauge his landing spot. Pittsburgh plus 150. New Orleans plus 300. Carolina plus 500. Seattle plus 500. And I didn't usually go this high, but spoiler alert, I may be mocking this in my final mock draft here. Uh, Here we go. Atlanta plus 600. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Um same deal. Like I, I think Pittsburgh's taking him if he's there. So unless unless you think he's going eight or he's going to someone else, you know, I don't think Carolina or Atlanta are taking him in the top ten. So it's them moving back in or moving down. That's just too risky to me. And one plus one fifty is not enough to for me to even consider Pittsburgh because there's a shot he's not there. So I, I'm staying away. Uh, these quarterbacks are way too volatile to be tossing money at. <laughs> way too volatile this year. I just really wanted to say that because uh, I, I I just – I don't know. I like Atlanta and Malik Willis. I don't know why. I can't explain it, but we'll I, see. I, I like it too, which means it won't happen because it's no. just too, too good, right? Let's move over to Pavada for some more uh, lines here. We're going to – first wide receiver off the board. Jamison Williams currently at plus 125. Uh, Drake London at plus 275. Chris Olave plus 2,000. And Garrett Wilson minus 135 is the current favorite. I'd, I'd probably bet Jamison, to be honest with you. I think I'm going to have Wilson first in my mock, but I would probably bet Jamison because I think 
you know, he could go ahead of him. I think people are figuring Washington for Wilson, which makes sense at 11. So it's, does Jameson go in the top 10? Does Washington not take a receiver? Then I think Jameson Williams would be the first one off the board. I think it's enough juice for me to take, to take Jameson Williams there. I'll, I'll make that bet right now as well to back up what I'm saying here. You personally requested we talk about this one, Shane. Yes, because I think it's I think it's a good one. Number of wide receivers drafted in the first round over six and a half minus one twenty five under six and a half minus one fifteen. I I, I I think six and a half is a really good number. Um, so basically, the question comes down to a couple things. One. Do the receivers get pushed up? Like, are they all gone in the top 15? If that's the case, then it's probably going over. Um, if they're all gone, you know, maybe we get one to eight, at 18 or a little bit after that, maybe, you know, number five, Traylon Burks or um, someone else, you know, John Dotson go in the mid 20s. Then I think we're looking under. I, I'm betting the under. Like, I, I think six is a good number. I don't think it gets above that. Even with some of the big mocks pulling out, you know, George Pickens still in the first. Like, I just – I don't think it's happening. I don't think Christian Watson's going in the first. Like, I think the the six possibilities that the guy – the six we've kind of figured would be the ones picked early, maybe not our top six, but the th- ones we would uh, – thought would be picked early, Garrett Wilson, Traylon Burks, Drake London, Jameson Williams, Chris Olave, Jahan Dotson, I think are, are getting in. And, um, yeah, I, I, th- I think that's it. So I'm going to go under. I will also go under as I only have four in my mock draft. Oof. Wow. That I just – I could not place anybody else because I'm I'm of the thought process that everybody thinks Green Bay and Kansas City are going to both take a wide receiver. I can't – I just don't think they will. And I could be wrong. Like I said, I'm not the best at this. By any means, but uh, I, that's just my thought process. So I uh, would bet the under on that. Your other favorite position to talk about, Shane, running backs. Over half, plus one fifty. Under half, minus two hundred. So this basically comes down to because this is gaining a lot of steam. A lot of these big, big, big mock drafts that have come out in the last couple of days have Brees Hall 25 to Buffalo. That seems to be the only spot where they think a running back will go in round one is to Buffalo. So if you believe that Brees Hall is going to get in round one, then I, you hammer this, right? Right. Uh, and I do not. <laughs> I do not either. I, like, a couple reasons. I think Brandon Bean is smarter than that. Not that Brees Hall's bad. But I, I think drafting running back around one, as I have my terrible towel behind me, is a mistake. Um, almost, almost always. And, you know, Brees Hall's good, but is that really what Buffalo is lacking, you know, is needing when Devin Singletary played so well last year? Like, I think they can draft one early, but round one, when they don't have a starting corner, probably not a good idea. Um, so, you know, there's, there's one piece. Um, I would also say that there's too many guys that can go in the first round. You know, you and I are looking at our mock drafts. We're looking at these mocks, you know, who can go in the first, 
Like, I mean, the list of names that I have that I feel like, you know, could go, I wouldn't be overly surprised. I mean, it's approaching 40 to 45 names. It's a lot of names and none of them are running backs. So, you know, it's just not going to happen. I, I think teams are going to prioritize edge rusher. I think they're going to prioritize some of these other positions over running back. A little later, we're going to do a player over under lightning round and Brees Hall is one of those names. So we'll get, we'll see exactly where you think he's going to land. Uh, when we get to that, um, quarterbacks, this number is, I, I don't, I guess it really depends on how you feel about this, whether you want to bet this juice or not. Over three and a half plus 220, under three and a half minus 340. Yeah, I mean, you can't bet the minus 340. No, it's not worthwhile. I don't. I, I don't think there's going to be four. Like, three feels good. I couldn't tell you when the third one's going, you know, or who it is. So, like, I'm not going to mock it. It's not worthwhile. I flirted with, I said on Twitter, having my first ever trade in my final mock to have someone move up to 32 and take, you know, Seattle take Mike Brown or Atlanta take Desmond Ritter. It's just, I just don't feel confident in either one of those definitely happening. So, like, I, I'm not going to do it. I, and you can't bet the under at that juice. I just would pass. I couldn't even – I couldn't get the third one in. I couldn't get Ritter in. I, I mean, I got two quarterbacks it, it in might, mind. It might happen, but, like, I don't know where, when, who, or who's falling out for that to happen either. So, Last position over under we'll look at is corner. Uh, over four and a half currently at minus 105, under four and a half, minus 135. Yeah, I mean, four and a half is a really good number there, too, right? Because we're going to have Sauce, we're going to have Stingley, we're going to have Trent McDuffie. Um, I, I feel confident about at least one more going, whether it be Kyer Elam or Kyler Gordon. You know, I think one of those guys is going to go. Well, the question is, you know, is both, is Andrew Booth going to be there? Uh, despite the the hernia surgery, um, I know a lot of people are mocking him there because he had a lot of visits. I, I my mock won't have that many, but I actually tend to lean over here because I think corner can get pushed up. There are a lot of teams that need them. What I think hurts is a guy like Daxton Hill. Daxton Hill's probably going to go in the first round. He's not going to count for this bet at corner, you know, and he's probably going to get drafted as one. So I think that could hurt ultimately um, and be, you know, a problematic in this bet. Curious now, what if the team listed him as a corner and that's how they announced it? Would that would that count then, even though it, he's not listed as a corner? I think it depends on the book on exactly, you know, they should have some rules uh, kind of set up of how this is situated. But yeah, usually they have that. Uh, either labeled how they're announced or how they are appear on NFL.com, which isn't always how they're announced. So it depends on the book and, you know, something like an offshore like Bavada may not tell you <laughs> what, what, what that is, um, which could be a little problematic. So you gotta be, you gotta worry about that. Uh, I would bet the over here is I have six. In the wow. Wow. So, I mean, I think I have four, uh, and I don't feel great about it, but I've got let's see one, two, three, four, seven teams here with who they what position they will pick first here per bravada. 
Uh, we'll start and we'll do this in alphabetical order. Baltimore Ravens, uh, defensive line edge plus 150, offensive line plus 250, wide receiver plus 325, corner plus 350. I, I smashed offensive line already. <laughs> I, I, this, this was a bet when I saw it. I was like, oh man, yeah, I'm, I'm in. Like, if Trevor Penning's there, I think they're going to take him. I don't think Trevor Penning is as highly thought of in NFL circles as he is in draft circles. Um, and so I think it's a perfect match at 14. I think they take him. I'll smash an O-line. And you have some – like, could they take Tyler Smith? I wouldn't be overly surprised. Could they take an interior guy? Like, I think it could happen. I think you actually have more possibilities at that plus 250 to me. I don't know if you agree, but – I, I do agree here, although I, I'm not ruling out Jordan Davis if he's still on the board as well. For sure. Um, but, yeah, no, um, I, I'm, I'm, I'm with you on that. And uh, draft countdown, definitely high on Trevor Penning, I believe. Uh, he's 10 and, a, 10 and a half on our consensus board there yeah, uh, was, yes. the, was the average there. We, we're big fans, big fans. Okay. I have bet four different positions for the Cincinnati Bengals. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Um, now, I should preface this, by the way. This is their first pick, so it doesn't have to be a first-round pick. So let's say, hypothetically speaking, the Cincinnati Bengals trade out of the first round, which is very possible, like what you said, quarterback team wanting to move up and all that. So they could get different value at, say, pick 40 than they would 31. So think about this when I list – one of these positions that I did bet, but offensive line plus 135, corner plus 150, defensive line edge plus 300, linebacker plus 800, safety plus 900, and just because I bet it, I wrote it down, tight end plus 2,500. No, like that's a little spicy, I think. I think plus twenty five hundred. I'll, I'll I would sprinkle a little on tight end. Like I'll, I'll be down for that. Uh, yeah, you know, and I think this has changed because I think um, I think I bet early on corner and D line, and uh, you know, it's would, come down. It's come down, right? Which is good. That's why you, you keep up with these. Um, I think right now I'd probably go corner. I mean, I think that makes the most sense value wise. And even if they move down, it's still a possibility. Um, but I, I definitely could see the defensive lineman edge rusher, you know, be, being a possibility. And I, I don't mind putting a little bit on that tight end. I mean, they, they could even take Trey McBride at 31. It could happen. I think so, a lot of players would have to be off the board for that to be in consideration. But, I, you know, are the odds of them doing it 25 to 1? Like, I, no. I would say maybe 15 or 20 mm -hmm. to 1. But – you know, it, I think it'd be worth worth a little bit. I think corner is the best bet right now. Uh, I don't – I like defensive line as well because I think Logan Hall is a big favorite in their circles uh, from everything I've gathered. Linebacker, I'm, I'm ruling out. Uh, I like – when I was talking about if a lot of players are off the board, I think safety you is also worth sprinkling a little bit on because of their contract situations with uh, Von Bell, who's in the last year of his deal, Jeremy uh, Jesse Bates, who is on the franchise tag, essentially in the last year of his deal. Uh, Lewis Seen or Daxton Hill, either there at 31. I, I could see that being in play. 
Uh, and like I said, a trade back, I don't think they do it 31, but they trade back into the 40s. Trey McBride, I, I think he's in play uh, at that pick, which is why I threw that on there. But uh, So a lot, a lot can happen with the Bengals there is what we're getting at. Green Bay, uh, I spoke earlier that I don't think they're going to draft a wide receiver uh, with that first pick, but that is the betting favorite right now, minus 150. Offensive line coming in at plus 300. Defensive line edge plus four fifty, linebacker plus seven fifty. Yeah, so I, I I'll actually bet um, offensive line and defensive line edge. Um, that that I just, I just placed it. So plus three hundred, plus four fifty. I think it's more likely one of those happen than receiver with the first, at least with twenty two. Mm-hmm. You know it would take a receiver to fall, I think, for them to take one of 22 when they could probably wait and get the guy they want um, with their second pick anyway. L.A. Chargers, I thought was interesting. Offensive line, plus 125. Defensive line, edge, plus 300. Corner, plus 350. Wide receiver, plus 400. Dude, the Chargers are always, I feel like, so tough. weird. Like, like, you just never know. Um, I probably would not bet on this. <laughs> like I, I, I'll have, I didn't <laughs> take an O-line, but I don't feel great about it for plus 125. So I did not either. Uh, New Orleans is of interest to me because uh, they have picked 16, but I think they could move up from there. Uh, quarterback currently is the favorite at plus 200. Offensive line plus 225. Wide receiver plus 300. Defensive line edge plus 600. That's tough. I, I almost would not bet much, but maybe receiver. Um, you know, maybe that's a spot. It's a huge need. You're getting the third, you know, you're getting plus three to one odds. And, you know, the offensive line, like, talk kind of came and went fairly quickly, I feel like. I, I, I don't love it. Um, I'd probably would stay away from it. They're just picking too late, but maybe receiver, if anything. I included this just to see the reaction here from you. Pittsburgh, quarterback, minus 145. Offensive line, plus 375. Defensive line, edge, plus 400. Uh, I'll put another bet on quarterback, minus 145. <laughs> you know, I mean, minus 145 is not good. Don't, don't be like me, but. Uh, it could be a lot worse. I feel like it should be. Um, Cause if they don't take, if they don't take a quarterback, then I would guess defensive line, but like Jordan Davis would almost have to fall to 20. It's going to be a quarterback. Like this, uh, I'll just, I'll make, I'll make my, my minus 145 money there. Your reaction to a mock draft I told you about yesterday that had Devontae, I think it was the ESPN beat writer mock yeah. draft, Devontae Wyatt picked 20, uh, was not a good reaction from Shane, folks. Was it? Was that? Was that a Steelers beat writer who like? Uh, yes, if, it was the if, Steelers ESPN the the beat writer for ESPN.com for the Steelers. Like, look, Devontae Wyatt would make sense in a perfect world, except he has major character concerns. They're not going to draft that him in round one. Like, just no way. I mean, I got. I look, I'll never say no way in the NFL draft. That's my motto. So, I think it's very, very doubtful. <laughs> I'll say that. And the final team we're going to talk about, the Tennessee Titans, uh, currently picking 26th. Offensive line, plus 185. Wide receiver, plus 325. 
Defensive line edge plus 400, cornerback plus 450. And interesting here, only because our good buddy Pigskin Paul is trying to make this happen like it's fetch, quarterback plus 500. <laughs> hey, if I didn't expect the Bears to move up for Justin Fields, you know, I mean, look, Tennessee could take a quarterback. Um, I, I'm i not going to bet this. Tennessee is another one of those teams that just every year I'm like, I, I don't know. Like, the, the, the scheme feels weird, and I don't know. I'll have them taking an offensive lineman. Plus 185 isn't bad. Maybe you convinced me a little bit at receiver. I mean, you know, over better than three to one odds for a receiver where they brought in a lot for visits. I think that's probably the bet if you're going to make a bet. couple of uh, odds and ends, and we'll move on to the lightning round. Uh, number of SEC players in round one. Over 10 and a half, minus 130, under minus 110. You have an answer as I count my SEC players? I am going under. Ooh. I know as I'm currently wearing a T-shirt of an SEC school that will not have a player selected in the first round. Not this year. Yeah, well, fair. Uh, what was the number at again? 10 and a half. Man, so I have eleven in my. Oh, program. I but like I'm not super confident on two of them. Um, so with that juice, like who's who's coming in would be probably Big Ten, SEC. I, you know what? I'll I'll go I'll go over. I'll I'll, I'll go opposite you there. Like I don't feel great about Traylon Burks. I don't feel great about Devontae Wyatt. If uh, character wise, you never know. But, like, you know, N'Kobe Dean could slide in. I don't have him in right now. If George Pickens slides in, it's it's, it's an over. So, I think that there's better chance at over than under. I have 10. So, it's, it's going to be close. It's, it's going to be close. It's, it's going to come down to that uh, Detroit pick at 32. It just right. might. It just might. La- la- last thing, and we won't know the answer for this for another few days. Mr. Irrelevant, offense or kicker, minus 120, defense or punter, minus 120. So San Francisco. Um, For now, they can be traded. I'm, I'm, sure, I'm sure everyone will be willing to, to get that Mr. Irrelevant pick, you know, included. <laughs> um, so I, I, I'll assume they're going to stay there. Um I personally would go with defense. I think they went a little offensive heavy last time around. Um, I think if they take a special teams player, it would be a punter, not a kicker. Maybe that's what tips me over. <laughs> it could be a punter there. Um, so, yeah, I'll, I'll go with with defense. Um, and looking at my round seven board, def- uh, offense is slightly bigger, but I'll, I'll still go defense there. I have no data to back this up. This always feels like an offensive player. I, but I have, like I said, I have no. I'm not. I'm not going to look this up. Uh, I will, but that's fine. We'll, we'll, we'll come back to that. <laughs> um, let's do some lightning round, uh, Shane. Um, I'm going to give you a player over under, and uh, you just tell me uh, where you go, and I'll tell you what the ju- what the uh, what the odds are on that. What the juice is. Okay. Here we go. Andrew Booth, Clemson corner, over under 29 and a half. Over. 
That is minus 200. Ooh, that's not good for Andrew Booth going in the first round. No, it is not. And I have him going a lot higher than that. Uh, Arnold Ebiketti, edge rusher, Penn State, over under 31 and a half. Over. Minus 105. The under minus 135. Oh, wow. Interesting. Brees Hall, running back, Iowa State, over under 37 and a half. Oh, that's brutal. That's brutal. Uh, I'll go under. I'll go under 37 and a half because we got, we got a first round possibility. Uh, Texans, Jets, like uh, there's a couple shots in there. Both were minus 120. Oh, man, that, that's, that is a perfect spot. But. <laughs> they might have this one nailed is what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Desmond Ritter, quarterback Cincinnati, over under 30 and a half. Oh, man. I'll go over. I think I think the quarterbacks are exploitable to go over across the board to me, if that makes sense. I think they're going to go later than everyone. Let, let's stress this. When we say over this pick number, that means they're going to go higher, later in the draft. Later in the draft. Later in the draft. Under would be earlier in the draft. Correct. So you're saying over 30 and a half Desmond Ritter, that will get you minus 135. Under currently minus 105. Yeah, that makes sense. All right. This is one that I hammered. Mm. George Pickens, wide receiver, Georgia, over under 36 and a half. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's over. I think he's going later than yeah, 36 I, and a half. I, I bet this despite the – and I, I think I got it even with – I think it's come down a little bit. It was – I think I got it at like minus 150. Uh, it's now minus 135. Um under uh over or under that was plus 110 yeah yeah i think it's at 150 now you got it one, minus 135 it, it it i know and but daniel jeremiah had him in the first round like that that juice is probably i would wait till tomorrow because i bet i bet it'll be back down to 135 mm-hmm. kenny pickett quarterback pit over under 16 and a half so it, it's just tough because that's New Orleans' first pick. So it's like, are they going to take him there? I, I'm going to go. I'm going to go over. I'm going to say if they take him, it's 19. That feels strategic. That 16 and a half. Yeah, right. No, and For the record, uh, on DraftKings, this because this came up on a Bleacher Report alert I got earlier. On DraftKings, 88 percent of the money coming in on the over. 16 and a half, Intr- which is interesting to me. Now, uh, the, the, question, the question is, is, is that just the public, where are the sharps going with that? Because I could see the public saying, oh, Kenny Pickett sucks later. And yeah, sharps are like, uh, uh, no. Currently the over uh, minus 125, the under minus 115. So pretty, pretty even. Pretty even. Kenyon Green, guard Texas A&M, over under 27 and a half. I'll go. I'll I'll go under. I don't love it because if it feels like a guard that's kind of doofy, that might you know fall a little bit. But I do think Tennessee and Tampa both have a, a decent shot at taking them, and Dallas. So I'll go under. I went over because I don't have him in my mock draft. Oh, <laughs> nice in the first round, but uh, over currently minus one twenty five, under minus one fifteen. 
Yeah, I, you might be right. I mean, he could be the one to fall out. I think it's too, I probably one of him and Tyler Linderbaum probably falling out of the first round. Uh, we're going to get to Tyler Linderbaum in just a second. Sounds good. Uh, Kyler Gordon, corner, Washington. Over, under, 32 and a half. Ah. So, is he a first-round pick or is he not? He's he's not going to make it into my first round. But I'd, I'd still probably take the under. I, I, I like him too much. I think Cincinnati at 31, obviously, is a good spot if he's there. So, Over is even money. Under, minus one. 40. Wow, that yeah. I mean, but see, I, I you know, I, I and I'm not going to sit there and do the math, but I would love to do the math on how many guys are favored to go in the first round. There's probably like four, right, 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 you know, right, you know. Right, so right. it's like okay, there's there's something here. But uh, Lewis Seen, safety, Georgia. Hmm. Let's see if you can guess. Or no, never mind. You got it. You're looking right at it. Never mind. I'm, I'm not. I'm not looking at okay. it. If you want me to guess, I guess promise. that over under for Lewis Seen. Like, I think it's going to be later than I think it should be. I, I would say um, 30 and a half. 30 and a half, Shane. I, I swear. Over I, under for Lewis. I swear I didn't look at it. I swear. <laughs> I did so not. What, what's your lean in there? I'm going under. I, I think he is. I think you know, safety is a tough position to mock because no one ever feels like they really need, need a safety. So I always, I think he's going to get bumped earlier in the draft than we think. Uh, I'm going to have him at a some stupid spot, but you know, I think that's, what's going to happen with him is just somewhere we don't expect. Uh, minus 120 for both. Logan Hall. Is he an edge? Is he a defensive lineman? I don't know. From Houston over under 35 and a half. Oh man. Like I- I'm going to go over. Just because there's too many guys going in the first round. I had him there. You and I talked before the show. Like, I'm going to pull him out. It's going to bite me where he's going to go in the first round. I think, yeah, so. man, but. I think he's going to end up biting us both, but I pulled him out as well. Um, he could still go at the top of the second round, though, and get under this number. Yeah, I mean, I think Giants are thir- you know, 36. The Jets, if they don't take one. The problem is, like, we know Jacksonville Detroit are. So, those right. picks are kind of a wash as it is. And probably nobody really trading up for Logan Hall, right? So, Could happen, but probably, yeah. Top of the second, there doesn't quite seem to be the movement that usually happens. Minus 120 for both. Yeah, that one. Um, interesting name for me, because like I said, I, I, I'm back around to him. Uh, I kind of have him as number 24 overall on my board. Roger McCreary cornerback from Auburn over under 47 and a half good spot I was just on the radio in DC yesterday I said he's a possibility of 47 I think it'd be a good fit I'll go I'll go under I think he can I don't know if I'll have him there I haven't done the second round yet um but I think he could go if those corners like we talked about if we get five or six in the first I think Roger McCurry is definitely going in the top 10 picks in the second round that's what it's going to come down to. So I'll say under. He goes a little bit early in that. Uh, well, minus one twenty for both on that. Minnesota, Washington, Baltimore. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of spots. Just before, you know, this 45, 46, 47 is Baltimore, Minnesota, Washington. I think all, all three of them could consider him. Trent 
Trey McBride, tight end, Colorado State. Over under 50 and a half. Wow. I'm going to go under. So, like, so, someone's going to take a tight end earlier than 50 and a half. Is he tight end one? Yes. <laughs> I, I mean, I think he is too, but I've heard a lot of hype on Greg Dulcich possibly being tight end one. So, yeah, it's fair. But no, I think Dulcich is close. But I mean, you know, do the Giants at 36 really just, they don't have a tight end on the roster that's worth anything. Like, I think they would take Trey McBride if he's in there. Uh, the over is actually the favorite here. Over maybe, 15 maybe, and a half. Maybe I'm way off, but I mean, minus 115, uh, under minus 125. I'll, I'll bet it right now just to, to you know, you're going betting the under. If people are making fun of me, I'm betting the under at minus 115 here. So I did it. All right. Uh, Traylon Burks over under 23 and a half. I'm interested to see what the juice is, but I, I've taken over that. Over minus 110, under minus 130. Wow. So people really think these receivers are getting pushed up. It appears that the spot there is, I guess, 22 to Green Bay. I guess. I guess so. I mean, I guess that's what what, what the situation is here. And, and Arizona. I mean, Arizona can definitely take a receiver. Uh, they lost – I mean, the, the, he's a spinning image of Christian Kirk, you know, but it's just bigger, obviously. But uh, I'll, I'll bet that one right now, too. I'm betting over 23 and a half. Tyler Linderbaum, center Iowa, a player I have talked about way too much <laughs> and dreamed and hopes and will probably cry tomorrow night on live stream if he's still on the board and the Bengals don't take him. Over under 27 and a half. Center's always tricky. I'll, I'll lean over. Um, you know, I, I, I just think so much more can go wrong. With the center position, the teams will pass. Um, I, I don't have them going in the first round. so I do, but I don't feel great about it. Yeah. Uh, the over, minus 145. Oh, wow. Under, plus 105. So. Yeah, I'm not betting it at minus 145, though. I'll say that. <laughs> uh, last one here. Tyler Smith, offensive tackle, Tulsa. You want to take a guess? I'm going to say 28 and a half. 32 and a half. Oh, wow. Tyler Smith, offensive tackle, Tulsa, over, under. Oh, I'm, 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 I'm going to bet the under right now. They're both minus 120. Yeah, I, I mean – it's an offensive tackle. If, if if those top four go in the top 15, someone is taking Tyler Smith at the end of the first round. I, I, have, I have Green Bay taking them at that 28 spot. That's why I picked that. 
I, and that feels late. I might I, actually. I'm gonna. I'm actually gonna move them up to 22 right now. I'm gonna swap my Green Bay picks here. So, there you go. Look at that. Um, These last two props are not bettable, Shane. Maybe they should be. Maybe they should be. Maybe they should be. We're gonna. We're gonna. Jim Nagy, uh, executive director of the Senior Bowl, uh, listed out a bunch of his guys uh, in a tweet earlier and put out the question: Over under eight and a half. Senior Bowl players drafted in round one. So to me, this comes down to the quarterbacks, right? Like, you know, you know, does Desmond Ritter go in the first, the same house sneak in? I, I, I took his list and I counted, and I think it's under. I did too. I have, I have eight. I think I have seven. Uh, I could be wrong there, so don't quote me on that. But I, I, I it's definitely lower than that it could happen but i think you need desmond ritter to go in the first round it has to happen for that to hit we went back and forth in our slack chat the other day about this one so we'll throw this one out there just to get it on the record over under 20 and a half players from the senior bowl drafted before the first from the shrine bowl so, so we talked about it. Who, who, and I'll, I'll let you reveal who we we both think with the first Shrine Bowl player drafted. Uh, Jelani Woods, the tight end from Virginia. We both had him in our top one hundred. Uh, uh, around, I mean, I, I'm probably I, I, without looking at him, think I'm higher than you. I think I yeah. have him at fifty one. Yeah, I sixty seven stands out in my head somewhere around there. Though I kind of feel like he goes later than sixty seven. Like we're talking picks. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, that, that's pushing mid third. So yeah, I, I think senior bowl hits that number, you know, it's close, like it is close, but I think the senior bowl does hit that number, um, before we see a shrine player drafted. But I, I do think more than last year, especially, I think the shrine guys are going to start going late day two and it's yeah. going to keep going. They're going to have a lot more players drafted this year than they did a year ago, I believe. And I think they're going to have a lot more players drafted over senior bowl players than they did a year ago. And that's a testament, I think, as well. But they still can't can't get – It's not going to be close. It's, no, it's not going to be close by the end. You know, But I think the first 20, the first 20 All-Star game players are going to be All senior bowl guys. Bowl. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 57 for me, 66 for you. So Jelani Woods. Very close. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's it. That's 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 our show tonight. Uh, we don't have any questions on Twitter. Um, I, I didn't really ask. I probably should have. I guess today would have been uh, the day to ask for it. It's fine. It's fine. It's uh, we did have we did have a comment in the chat. Uh, back back. Uh, my man here, looking forward to them burgers and wings tomorrow night, Shane. There you go. Yeah, Brian's going to be doing too much talking. He won't be able to eat those burgers and wings. That's why we got to get them things cooked early. <laughs> yeah, you got to get that premium got, going. Yeah, got to got to get those uh, get that protein or and all that in there uh, for the for the long haul night. Uh, it's going to be fun. Uh, the the way he'll get to he he watches this on on the stream, but he'll get to see how the sausage is made uh, tomorrow night. So that'll be a 
That'll be fun. Uh, draft countdown live stream in front of a live studio audience tomorrow night. We'll see how that goes. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. But it's going to be good. Definitely, you know, go to draft countdown or go to youtube.com slash the draft countdown. You know, subscribe and hop in there. Um, we're going to be having uh, some giveaways uh, of some some football cards and other things. So, if, you know, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, we'll be giving away stuff. It's going to be a good time. I hope everyone, you know, can hop in, hang out in the chat room. Tay will be taking questions. Um, every single play. I, so I watched 1,051 players this year, Brian. That's you, a lot. Do you think I will have watched every player drafted? Yeah. You think so? I, I'm scared. I'm still scared. I, I, what, what I, almost I, went, this, I almost went back to a couple kickers yesterday. I was like, I just can't do it. I, just, I, uh, I looked this – we have like almost 14 – is it – no, I, I pared it down because I started calling guys that we don't think are in this draft class. We have 1,267 prospects on our spreadsheet. If one – if a guy gets drafted that's not on that spreadsheet – Yeah, I'll be surprised. I, I, I can't – I can't see it. So – I don't know. Yeah. That seventh round gets wild, but I'm hoping it does. But no, I mean not with this class. I just, there's just too many good players, man. There's too many good players to uh, yeah, that for some for some point. wacko from American International to get drafted, which I, we do have one of those on our list. I did. I did watch what I could find, so he he's on my list at least. But um, so yeah, I mean it'll be fun. We'll have analysis. Hopefully, of every single player drafted uh, and. You know, we'll, it's going to be fun. See, the best part about our stream, Shane, is on day three when NFL Network and ESPN are replaying their puff pieces that they've already showed three times on the first two days of the draft, and they just they stop caring, man. If you've ever watched day three of the draft TV, they 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 miss picks. They don't talk about them at all ever. We're going to. Every pick, every trade, everything. We're going to talk about it all live on stream all three days of the draft starting tomorrow night at 7:30 Eastern 6 30 uh, central time is when we go live on day one uh, Friday uh, 5:30 uh, central 6 30 Eastern and Saturday morning 11:30 uh, Eastern 10:30 central uh, we'll get started on day three we're in it for the long haul our voices We'll try to make it through all three days. We shall see. Um, but yeah, we're uh, we're we're going to. Uh... Yeah, it's gonna be good. It's gonna be good. So um, I'm excited. Uh, excited to do it, man. It's gonna be a good time. Can't wait. I'm pumped. So that's YouTube.com/slash The Draft Countdown. Subscribe, notification bell, all that. If you listen to it on audio, like this podcast on audio. Give us a five-star rating on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever wherever it is that you listen. Uh, the the draft stuff, our, our three days of stream will not be audio. Nobody's going to listen to that. But no, that's, that's um, but you can listen to this podcast. Listen to it to, if you haven't listened to it now. Hopefully, you'll listen to it before the draft tomorrow, so you can make that money. Like myself and Shane are going to make that money. With or or, or listen to it after the draft and laugh the, at all the things we got wrong. That's fine too. If you listen to this after the draft, to feel free to tweet at us and tell us all the stuff we messed up. Yeah, we we may uh, we may in a couple of weeks look back on all this as, on, on our podcast and just to just see, see where it all broke down. Yeah.
But follow me on Twitter at Deep Fried Draft. Follow Shane on Twitter at Shane P. Hallam. Follow Draft Countdown on Twitter at Draft Countdown. YouTube.com slash The Draft Countdown live three days. Every pick, every trade analyzed by me and Shane. For Shane, myself, good night, everybody. <laughs>